Did you know that Ira Glass and Philip Glass are cousins? Yeah, yeah we've. Di- I actually didn't no, know that. We've discussed that on air. I know, but I didn't. I mean, you did. We've okay. talked about. Okay. And we'll talk about it again did the next time that show comes that up. Ira Glass was a co-author of the Glass-Steagall Act. I mean, I, no, I guess technically is. Can anybody know that? Is it possible to know that? No, it's not. Knowledge is really no. impossible. I mean, I suppose, I mean, under the uh, uh, justified true belief uh, definition, I, you could be justified. Well, okay, but it's not true, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> or is it? You don't, do, look, do you know that it's not true? Oh, we could talk about the Gettier problem. Like, what if, okay, what if, what if they, what if that really is the case? Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so scenario, uh, nobody believed, or nobody, okay, so it's generally accepted that Ira Glass did not write Glass-Steagall, but it secretly is true, right? Uh-huh. But, and, and someone holds the belief that he did, but for bad reasons, but reasons that are sufficient, are justified. So number one... <laughs> I'm highly disappointed that we're discussing the Gettier problem yet again on our Daily Garfield (laughs) recap podcast. Number two, in your scenario here, the sequence of events is Ira Glass travels back in time to 1933 and helps to write four provisions of the USA Banking Act. I didn't didn't know it was that old. Passes them off as the work of Senator Carter Glass. And then returns to the present. He doesn't have to return to the present. But he's it, here now. Or is, no, or is this he? could happen Maybe in he, the future. Yeah, that's, okay. That's a very fair point. He could, it makes a lot more sense. It's, if a, it's a grandfather future, paradox yeah, situation. Yeah, very, you know what I don't future, like? He travels back into the past. I don't like when people refer to the grandfather paradox as a paradox, because I don't think it is a paradox. No, it's fine. It's just a circular I mean, sequence no, of events. I mean, it's no way to treat your grandfather. Like, that's not a paradox. Okay, John. Yeah. Number one. I'm not sure I agree with you about the grandfather paradox, but let's just go with it. I agree with you. Number two. Number two. I'm looking at a photo of United States Senator Carter Glass right now, and it's not 100% clear to me (laughs) that this isn't an older version of Ira Glass who has traveled back in time to the 1930s. What do we know about Senator Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Catwork. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Sunday, the 4th of May, 1980, and we are looking at the 686th ever Garfield. Does that make it a rare palindrome episode? No, it does not, John. Palindrome episode's not that rare. Don't know why you even brought it up. However... As long Sorry, as, I apologize. As long as you're butting in, you can tell me what happens in today's Garfield. Today's Garfield, a highly implausible sequence of events transpires. It's true. I mean, it is true. 
Yeah. Well, it's sort of. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, a lot of panels. And something, something, St. Augustine and the pears. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the reference I was going for, but okay. I don't get it. A lot of panels here. Eight panels to get through, ladies and gentlemen. But they're, okay, look. They're all basically the same picture. Panels one through six. Mm-hmm. Odie is sitting up on the countertop or the table or whatever at the edge, the left edge of the countertop. And Garfield is either creeping up or standing behind him unbeknownst to Odie and you know having a sequence of thoughts and emotions panel Mm. one he's creeping up panel two he looks like he's about to push Odie off the countertop panel three he's alarmed and he's thinking what's happening panel four he's looking at his own cat hands and thinking (laughs) I have no urge to shove Odie off the table and he's disappointed panel five He puts his cat hands over his cat face, and he's thinking, I'm losing my touch. His cat ears pushed back. Panel six, he looks like he's trying to strangle himself, and he's thinking, I must be having an attack of nice. Panel seven, he pushes Odie off the counter. Panel eight, he walks away thinking, with self-control, you can conquer anything. That's what happens in today's Garfield. Now back to your regularly scheduled program. Uh, (laughs) uh, I don't particularly like the construction and attack of nice. Nope. Um, I do like the onomatopoeia that that the act of pushing Odie makes. Mm, It goes push. Push. Um, That's about it. Yeah. I guess I have two things to say about this one. Uh, Number one... I would say that today's strip is a pretty egregious violation of the show don't tell dictum for fiction. Like, you know, this is really just... Jim Davis does a little bit of work uh, illustrating Garfield's emotional journey through his face. But, you know, it's basically basically just Garfield's inner monologue is all that's happening here. You don't think this would be downright confusing without the words oh no that's what i'm saying i'm saying it's all inner monologue like the words are doing all the work this is he's not showing don't telling he's telling don't showing that's what i'm but, saying i mean usually people say that as a criticism i am criticizing i'm saying he's not showing don't telling he's telling don't showing and that's a criticism right yeah but if if it didn't have the if the words weren't there wouldn't it be confusing that's what i'm saying how are we disagreeing about this yes that's what i'm saying i'm saying the words then are how, doing then all how the is work. it a criticism i'm criticizing him for doing all the work through the words like it it seems but it seems clearer with the words so i don't see how it's a criticism okay okay I'm saying this. Are you are you are you saying that he should have constructed a better a better premise to begin with? Because I can agree with that. No, I I guess I'm saying he's the the inner monologue is doing all the heavy lifting in today's because strip. the drawing is is so substandard. Yeah, or just like he's it's a premise that doesn't lend itself to a lot of funny pictures or whatever. Mm-hmm. The inner monologue is doing all the work. And as a result, it's not very effective. There's not a yeah. lot of okay. visual storytelling happening here. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess we're in agreement. I then. think we're in accord. But we can keep yeah. shouting at each other if you want. 
at this point. Uh, no, no, nor do I. Um, nor do I. Yeah. Point two, John. This today's strip really drove home to me. We've had a lot of strips where Odie spends a great Odie spends a great deal of his time at the edge, like at the edge of a table or countertop, <laughs> looking over the edge. And I'm starting to wonder if Odie has sort of suicidal thoughts. If he isn't sitting there mm. thinking about throwing himself over the edge. <laughs> like, he spends an unhealthy amount of time right up on the edge of the countertop looking over. Pondering his you, mortality, perhaps. Yeah, wouldn't you Wouldn't you love to, to, to read a strip all about Odie? Not... Okay, not all about Odie, but in answer to your question, no, I would not. <laughs> no, I would not. But if you took if you if you took Garfield and 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 uh, all the strips with Odie mm-hmm. had his thought thoughts in them, I don't know. They, it seems like there's some some probable fer- fertile ground there yeah, for perhaps. something interesting. Look, if you're asking if know. you're asking, would today's strip be a great edition of Garfield minus Garfield? I would say yes, it would. It would be yeah. six panels of Odie standing at the edge of the countertop, looking over, um, and then and then apparently jumping yeah, off. Yeah, it would look like he's jumping off, and then the final panel, which I would say, I would call it the piece of resistance. <laughs> um, the final panel would just be the countertop and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, a bleak, a bleak episode of Garfield minus Garfield. In my opinion, I, I think it'd be really great to learn that Odie thinks in in you know like really really structured, uh, well thought out language. Mm, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be. I think that would be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Catlock. You know, like Matlock, the detective. <laughs> But it's a cat. You can support the program. <laughs> you can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or the podcast review of choice. When I visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com, you can do a great many things there, including contact the show or signing up You can also follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis or follow me at the Chris Winter. And I'm at Inscrutable Taco. We thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your clothing, your boots, and your motorcycle. (laughs) Thank you for your pathos, your ethos, (laughs) and the third thing. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.